0: network where we have a healthy obsession with kaiju. I am your co-host Kenton with me is your other co-host Jason. How's it going everyone? So once again we are continuing our discussion of the entire series of Spectre man This episode we are covering 31 through 33. It might yep, episodes 31 yep. through 33 in this and yeah, we're going to have a quick synopsis and discussion and close it out and we'll continue next week. Um so, yep. yeah, Jason, housekeeping.
1: Yeah, so the usual housekeeping here. If you see a subscribe button down below or above wherever you're watching us, make sure to hit that subscribe button as well. And as well as smash the like button and uh, you can post any comments down, down below uh, and uh, do some discussion down down there. And uh, you can find Daikaiju Network everywhere, all in one place at our Linktree URL right there on your screen, forward slash Daikaiju Network. And we're available on video platforms such as YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, Facebook, as well as X, formerly known as Twitter. And we're also available on audio platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, as well as TuneIn. And you can find both video and audio versions of our episodes, right, our own website there at daikaijunetwork.com.
0: 165, do you update that graphic every time we do a new SpectreMan episode on that laptop graphic?
1: No, that's just a screenshot that I took the last time <laughs> that uh, I did so that. So next time, is that gonna show
0: 166? Nope.
1: <laughs> no, that's, so every- that's always been 165, so.
0: Oh, okay. One of the things that I find funny is that now that Elon has decided to, like, mash Twitter and rename it X, every time you bring that up on here, I always think of that alien dude from Final Wars where he's at the radio station. And so the radio host is like, what do you call yourself? X. Remember that? And then, like, the girls are just outside the recording studio and they're like, oh, we love X and he's like,
1: X. Maybe. I'll have to it's been it's been some time since I've last watched Final Wars.
0: It's like right so,
1: at like right after the Exilians begin their attack on I, Earth. I think I can briefly remember, but I can't remember how exactly <laughs> it went.
0: <laughs> All right. Well in my opinion this could be another uh, selection of Good Spectrum Man episodes, and we will get into that. We'll start off with episode
1: thirty-one titled "Protect the Lighthouse," and mine is called "Danger at the Lighthouse." <laughs> yep,
0: that's how that's that, that's how uh, you know translating things works. <laughs> Jason, you want to give them a? Give him a brief synopsis of the episode.
1: Yeah, so apparently we finally get a name for one of the kaiju, and it's the uh, the seaweed monster, and his name is Cobra. <laughs> Almost sounds like sphincter. <laughs> yeah, and... Should have been pumpkin Head. And I kind of wish we would have gotten the name for the, the crab monster, but as far as I can remember uh that we were never given a name to it so oh, grabby um, yeah That's grabby grabby mcgrabbers um we'll just call him that uh so groper <laughs> 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 i've got nothing to add to that one <laughs> so anyways uh episode 31 starts out with both uh spin cobra and grabby mcgrabber uh ravaging <laughs> through the village um, while Joji uh, and some of the other G Team uh, crew members and civilians are stuck at this uh, lighthouse, and uh, uh, is it the one civilian starts? You know, he kind of all of a sudden snaps, tries to escape that lighthouse, and Joji kind of prevents him from doing so. And with this sort of uh, little spiel. Um, we stumble upon a pile of uh grabby McGrabber's eggs <laughs> and um and then you have the military uh coming in about to attack the two monsters and then one of the G team members uh comes up to uh one of the guys, uh, military guys there saying that there's people in the lighthouse, so better not do anything while well, there's people there and you have another uh, G-team member uh, coming up and finding one of the uh, uh, eggs there and then wheres grabbing Grabby <laughs> uh and kind of doing some weird things there and uh, and then uh, all of a sudden you get Joji finding the opportunity to go outside the lighthouse, uh, slicing the uh, spin cobra's uh, eyes off <laughs> there and then turns into uh, Spectre Man uh, battling both of them at the same time. And then um, kind of have a slum battle and pretty much he ends up destroying uh, both of them while they were in the water with one of his uh uh, spectrum rays there and that's pretty much the end of the episode right there
0: yeah i thought that lighthouse was quite the well-built lighthouse you got uh you know a normal size lighthouse that you would find just about anywhere where you would find a lighthouse and you got two enormous monsters beating the heck out of it and somehow it's able to withstand all that pounding with only minor structural damage i thought yes, all that pounding <laughs> and yet you had an issue with the name groper <laughs> you hypocrite <laughs> I, I didn't say i had i had an issue with that i just said the no comment <laughs> but i thought i mean again it, it's the sort of thing once again you would find not just in a in an episode like this but in a genre like this where it's convenience it's contrivance whatever you want to call it it's just yeah here's this little structure which in any other normal circumstance that we see kaiju, you know, attacking man made structures would fall down within one punch or kick or whatever, and they're pounding away on it. It's just, you know, barely got some cracks on it. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just rolling my eyes. I'm going, okay, I'll go with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, um, I think we mentioned, um, uh, In the last episode where we were talking about if we would get to see more of this uh, spin Cobra, um, we sort of do. And I think we do get that um, get more of that monster evolved this time around, especially towards the end. There we have uh, the crab like monster finally just kind of going in to its shell there. Um <laughs> which which in itself is pretty funny, and the shell is not all that big uh to begin with compared to its tail that it had uh there. And um pretty much you don't really see the crab monster after it goes inside of its uh shell after that, and then you get um sort of a few minute scuffle between Spectre Man and Spin Cobra there and it doesn't really do much um in a way, especially throughout the the two episodes, Spin Cobra doesn't really do a whole lot except for maybe like in the middle of this episode where it was protecting uh the crab monster here from military attacks. Oh, and the other thing too is that um it's a bit funny and I'm sure you know about this one is that um how how do military tanks float in the ocean i
0: have no it's not floating but they i have in my notes why would they drive into part of the ocean these soldiers are not trained very well what's the purpose anyways it's not like your tank gets some like Additional XP and become more powerful or something of that sort. It was ridiculous. It it was, it, it was one of those unintentionally funny things that you see in this series where they you can tell they made sort of a big deal out of it because the camera initially when the first batch of tanks goes in it like focuses in on them for like a decent moment to where it's like you see these guys they're going in the water they mean business and I'm going. I don't think any country – name any country in the in the world who is going to use their tanks on whatever near water and say, you get yourself 10 feet in that water and you fire away. I don't think anybody would be doing that. <laughs> I mean I would be afraid your tank would get stuck in the mud or something like that. Like, yes, I know the tanks have tread, but… They can
1: handle at least, it so much, and or at least have a hard time going through sand there.
0: Well, and it's like I, I don't get it, but those soldiers must not be the brightest <laughs> <laughs> bunch. And, <laughs> <laughs> and what's up with the lighthouse deal floating? Like I didn't realize it was floating until near I the end when Spectrum Man was pushing it back. I'm going, wait a minute, when the hell did this happen,
1: and why? Yeah, I is didn't it notice. Floating? I didn't notice that either until it showed it was sort of in its own island there all all you ever know is when it comes to that was when (laughs) uh spin cobra was bringing it out further to the ocean and i'm not entirely sure the purpose of it maybe it's because simply because the eggs were there and they you kind of tell that They sort of knew that the eggs were in this uh, lighthouse there. But yeah, you didn't get any shot or scene uh, where they separated that part of land from the massive land itself.
0: But see, here's the thing. And I think they did it for dramatic purposes to where it creates this sort of like, oh, they're in a very small area with two kaiju. There's no way out, like no good way out in theory. But (laughs) this is where reality and I understand reality has you know, left the building when you watch stuff like this to begin with. Mm -hmm. But this to me is one of those things where it takes it too far because any island or whatever is actually connected to the ocean floor. Mm -hmm. So if this was connected to the mainland, it's going to be connected to the ocean floor as well. And that the only way you could separate it would be to completely destroy it.
1: Mm -hmm. Or it would just sink. (laughs) I mean, with it being a, a massive chunk of rock there, with a lighthouse on the surface part, it would just automatically sink into the ocean instead of just floating.
0: I thought, though, too, the episode. I mean, this episode is full of ridiculousness. Like, it got really silly when that one random dude found one of the the crab monster eggs, decided to make a dramatic scene by breaking through three or four very thin wood barricades in this doorway and then he's out in this prairie area like trying to smash the egg and he's talking smack to the monsters i'm going this guy deserves to be smashed i mean this is so <laughs> dumb. and it got so ridiculous and uh one of specter man's last words to like both Kaiju was basically something to the effect of, oh, like my favorite spinach salad and escargot, or something like that is what he said. Roasted
1: escargot. I yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> like, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> 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 I mean, on some level, that gives this really stupid series a charm, but it's at the same time, it- <laughs> It comes out of left field too. It's mm-hmm. like okay, Arnold. <laughs> yeah,
1: especially with this, like those rugby type of running and dodging and trying to throw an egg like a football <laughs> or something of the sort. It's like
0: it's a repeat you know, of what this one guy did like ten or so minutes earlier in the episode that I just got done discussing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then and. A couple episodes from now, they, you know, you have Caras making baseball reference jokes and everything of the sort, and he's like, "Do you even, do you even know what baseball is? Because you're from outer space, from a different world."
0: Well, and it's like how many, like, what was it? One or two podcast episodes ago, we were talking about how Spectre Man was using football. <laughs> yeah, the previous as well. episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, okay. <laughs> I have to admit, though, despite the, the goofiness, like, I think I said it last week, where unless there's something, I mean, there's a lot of things where you have to just. There, there's a lot of preposterously stupid things here, but mm-hmm. it's like unless they get to a point where I don't know, Spectre Man, like I, I, I don't know. See, this thing is so crazy. I can't even think of what would be crazier. <laughs> like if it really were to somehow become more outlandish, that's when I would be like, oh, like. Have you seen that State Farm commercial where Jake from State Farm is in a uh, NFL, not NFL, but football player's locker room, and he was saying, "I got one word for you." Oh, yeah, four words, the and then the one football player guy was like, "Was like, no, well, that's four words," and then Jake goes, "Not if you bundle them," and then the guy's like. <laughs> Like like his <laughs> mind blown. That would be me if this series were to somehow become even crazier than what it is. I'd be like, <laughs> 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 like and I've I can see that happening. <laughs> we're basically at this point, halfway through the series, and I've gotten to the point to where I have finally accepted this thing
1: is just knocking being being outlandish and goofy and crazy like, like having physics thrown out the window
0: i like like the whole island thing that we were talking about like a minute ago i will still criticize it for that but at the same time i'm accepting that this is what is going to be a part of this series i'll still criticize it up to a point for some of this stuff but i will not really condemn an episode unless it really i like i said i can't think of anything because this series has already really gone out there but i've just come to accept this thing as being like the writers were on lsd every time they wrote an episode of this show Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's still fun i have to admit like I will say with this batch of episodes we're covering today, there's a lot of action in all three of these episodes. You get a lot of kaiju action, just in action in general. So kind of read my mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we just go into final thoughts if you don't have anything else? All right. Who do you want to go first? Why don't you go? All right. Let me pull up my notes here.
0: This is one of those episodes where you have to turn more of your brain off to enjoy it than some of the others. The fact the lighthouse could take the beating it could with two kaiju is eye-rollingly hilarious, and also how the episode takes its time to make the self-defense force show up as a contrivance to prolong the runtime. I did enjoy the claustrophobic nature of some of the characters being trapped in a lighthouse, and the final battle is entertaining, even though Spectre Man's final words to our two kaiju is hilariously bad. It's good enough in a very cheesy
1: way, and I gave it a B plus, yeah, with this one. Um, yeah, it's it feels like since the last episode, the last podcast episode that we've talked about, it seems like at least the, even though things are still fucking crazy as usual with this show, but I think as far as uh the writing of each episode it seems like it's starting to get a little bit better uh this time around it seems like they're getting some more competent <laughs> writers here I even think though they're that they're getting on what people want yeah and uh i think we're starting to finally get a um foot in the ground in this uh inspector man here even though we're pretty much officially halfway.
0: It took them half a series to figure it out.
1: (laughs) I mean, you would think it would take... I think you you would think it would take them maybe ten, five or ten episodes to kind of get their foot in gear, or ass in gear, uh, when it comes to what they actually want to do with this series, but it literally took them... (laughs) half half the series to kind of get something uh pretty much going right in their what they want. So, um yeah, so pretty much uh starting off from the previous episode on this one. Your typical goofiness here, but I'd say more competent writing. Uh still lingering on here. Um Still, pretty good uh, practical effects. Although some of the um, the matte screening was a bit off, and uh, when Gravity McGrabbers trying to chase one of the GT members Grover. there, <laughs> <laughs> the um, new Sesame Street character. You can you can call him that <laughs> if you want. So, um, but uh, yeah, overall this one's uh, a pretty good episode so i will give episode 31 a b minus
0: all right so we get king dora coming into the series now no a uh, a discount (laughs) a
1: a discount king dora (laughs)
0: but episode episode 32 titled the three-headed dragon rises again
1: mine is called triple header threat Hell? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs>
0: Want to give a synopsis of the yeah. ladder threat?
1: Yeah. So this one just starts out you, you have uh, kids on a the bus there, you know, seeing him and all that stuff. And then you have uh, a <laughs> little girl with her parents <laughs> and waiting for a car to take the father to his uh, everyday job here. And then you uh, see. The same kids and adults that were in this bus at a nearby river uh lighting these uh, little lanterns and then have them go down the stream until you see lightnings uh starting in and then you have this mysterious object coming out uh from the ocean or the river and all that uh, destroying a few things uh which is actually sort of Chorus kind of uh, the one responsible for directing the path of this mysterious object and uh, doc- Dr. Gore was kind of mad at him and it's like, put it in this right direction <laughs> you pansy or whatever it, so like this lightning is sort of kind of a, a guide for this uh, creature which I <laughs> I'm not sure if this is the right uh, name for this monster. I, I, I'm not sure if I heard it right, but I think it's called Lightning Shark.
0: I didn't uh, hear. I don't think I heard that. I all I heard was dragon, so I keep calling it dragon.
1: I don't. Know, it's. It sounded like I heard Lightning Shark, so I just <laughs> called called it that. Uh, this three headed dragon dinosaur, which has been in slumber for three million years which i know dinosaurs have been around (laughs) haven't been around much longer than that so um which off off no you get a pretty cool mural of like the the whole dinosaur uh type of backflash with uh they did a good job of incorporating this
0: dragon into that
1: mural yeah so Besides the point, uh, you get uh, Arthur and Margaret uh, finding uh, these kids and a couple of adults uh, that were in the bus earlier uh, and uh, rescuing them or uh, give, giving them a ride back to the their original location there. And then you have uh, lightning sharks uh, starting to attack a power plant there, and then you have Joji um, just riding around the countryside and spotting some explosions at this uh, plant. And uh, with the military coming in to attack, and obviously things don't work. <laughs> where military is defeated. You don't say right. Um, and then you have uh, Joji. <laughs> getting closer to see what's going on and noticing uh, a monster is in the area, excuse me, attacking uh, this uh, plant. And uh, all of a sudden a lightning shark gets near a city wreaking havoc there. And then this uh, little girl that we've seen at the beginning of the episode with, uh, her mother and father, uh, like uh, both the mother and the girl escape from this apartment building. But unfortunately, like all the wreckage and stuff, uh, falls on to the mother there. And as well as, um, lighting shark spraying this poisonous gas and everything. And, uh, Joji comes in, uh, takes the little girl there and uh, the mother d- doesn't make it from then on. And then you have Joji uh, taking the girl in this uh, oil tanker truck, luring uh, lightning shark away until they bail out of there. Um, and then you have Spectre uh, spectrum, uh, Joji turn into specter man battling uh, lightning shark and drives it away for a, um, Momentarily there, and uh, you have Arthur and Margaret, along with this military sergeant, finding out that Lightning Shark is following the path of the oil pipelines, which sucks all this oil and stuff with his like little tail <laughs> thing. So, uh, like a vacuum cleaner, and you have the military setting a trap for Lightning Shark, kind of like what we see in uh, King Confers Godzilla there, starting to attack in and then you see Spectreman coming in about to attack Lightning Shark, and then that's pretty much where the episode ends.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I like the general design of this dragon. However, my biggest complaint uh, with this dragon is how they designed the suit for the suit actor in that, uh, and how they directed the suit actor too, uh, for this dragon suit in that it's very obvious. The suit actors hands are Mm -hmm. the two heads on either side. And the unfortunate thing is that the suit direct, I mean, the suit wearer, um,  … does a piss poor job of making those heads act like heads, because throughout mm-hmm. this episode and the next, those heads are used more like hands, mm-hmm. and it makes no sense whatsoever and, in terms and of have, certain situations.
1: Yeah, and you have the arms kind of sticking out too, but they just
0: they they're just flab just, around. Yeah. Like if the suit moves, like the hands at best will just flab, but otherwise, yeah, they're just stationary. They're they're pronated in place. I mean, but the hat, it just, mm, I don't like how they designed this for the suit actor and then how they directed the suit actor.
1: And you had uh, one of the Ultraman monsters. Um, it's kind of like that uh, twin starfish where they had two I different guys. I thought of that operating. too. <laughs> I forget the name of the monster exactly, but they had two different guys operating each side of that uh, mm-hmm. starfish bat like. Uh, Monster there with the head, like essentially, like in the middle, in between uh, the two operating uh, suit actors in that particular suit. You would think, like they would have, well, star. You would you would think that you would have uh, two different guys in that particular suit, but I can sort of understand, especially you know, you're going to have one guy operating one side of the suit with the arm and then as well as a leg and then vice versa. But then you're going to have legs in the middle of that. So it's like, that would be almost impossible to accomplish except if you had some kind of monster with three legs. Um, Or, like I
0: thought they initially were going to do until I actually saw the thing in action. You do a King Ghidorah thing where the heads are controlled by someone in the rafters using piano wire. Or there, yeah. And I get, like, maybe that is more time consuming and maybe that is more tricky um they probably just didn't have the time and
1: stuff to do that maybe maybe it costs a little bit more you know especially that too if if you're going to do that you're going to need some sort of separate way to uh operate the two heads of that uh monster as well and then especially with uh the physicality that they use with uh lightning shark here in this episode in the next episode where he moves around quite a bit so it probably wouldn't be feasible to do something like that
0: yeah um either that or you direct the suit actor better and then, mm-hmm. yeah, you still leave the actual arm stationary, which still I would have an issue with. But if you controlled the heads better to act more like heads, I think in a general sense, I would be more um, OK with it or and this isn't necessarily the best solution either. But maybe you make the two heads on either side stationary. And if possible, maybe only have something to where you have a mechanism that controls the opening and closing of the mouth. Again, it's not the best because it still would be very obvious that, you know, they're not moving around while the middle one is. Mm-hmm. But it's better than like when you see it fight Spectrum Man that the left and right ones are banging up against Spectre Man. I'm like, no, no creature unless you have like crests or horns or something on your head would would do that. And this creature doesn't have anything, any headgear that would be used as a weapon. Now there is another solution that I just thought of. Maybe what they should have done is create like a like something as simple as like a couple horns or something for each head too. Then I could go along and be like, okay. Like I see like they're trying to impale him or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's sort of an easy fix it's just a question of taking an extra moment to think this through or to be a better director
1: and to tell your suit actor no you don't do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just sort of depends on what was going on behind the scenes and maybe they sort of talked about it but then of course Obviously there could have been more costs involved with it and with how this series looks and how it's presented in a way. Um it probably just was not feasible. So that could have been the thing too, so we may we might never know if if that's the case. That's the only thing I can really criticize this
0: episode and the next episode on. Other than that, we get some real nice miniature work once again here and And some nice action. It it feels definitely more like an urban uh, area of sorts.
1: And it seems we get a bit better quality um, action shots in here. and I was just thinking to myself that sort of reminds me a little bit of a Godzilla movie with how some of of uh, uh scenes were shot and with all the explosions and stuff at these oil refineries um happening with the monster and it, it sort of felt like kind of like your showa era Godzilla or game movie or TV show mm-hmm and, yeah. it, and it just – story-wise, it felt much better written this time around. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, It's just – I think other than the execution of the dragon, it's a well-put-together episode. It, it's very entertaining, the idea of the dragon – despite the three million years thing, which like you said, is really <laughs> a bunch of baloney, but yeah, you just have to forget it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I enjoy it. it it's a, I, I might as well just go on my final thoughts. Cause that's kind of how I'm talking here. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. There was a lot of action and miniatures. It reminded me of some of the Gamma and Godzilla movies of the time. However, the construction of the dragon suit for the suit actor is downright terrible. The actual hands of the dragon flap around when the actor moves but are otherwise stationary. The heads on the left and right sides definitely come off more as hands than heads and are even used as such during the battle with Spectre Man. That's the biggest criticism I can give to an otherwise fun episode, and I gave it a B plus also.
1: Yeah, this one uh it just like I said previously, it just feels like the writers are starting to get, you know, some good ground here as far as writing a bit better stories for each episode this time around. And with this episode I think it shows much more compared to the previous episodes here and um get nice quality shots and as well as uh, actions with explosions in the oil refineries and the such. Uh, here, the better um, practical effects and I would say better max screens, also, although the size different, differentiation is obviously off. I mean, <laughs> with these kinds of uh, uh, shows and genre, you're going to get something like that. So, I give it a pass on that one, and um, also with what uh, Kent has mentioned about with uh, the execution of the lightning shark suit. There, yeah, they should have done something a little bit better. But you know, with um, with the I would say with uh, sort of the quality of and presentation of the series, um, of the series is, I mean, it, it probably going to get something like this uh, anyway. So I give it a little bit of a pass, but maybe they should have done something a, a little bit uh, different with this, uh, with uh, the lightning shark there, as far as the execution of it. There, but um, the battles, practical effects, everything is really good in this uh, episode. So I give episode thirty-two a B, a B plus. What's that? I can't hear you. Hello?
0: Oh. somehow my finger hit the mute all right so on to the final yeah. <laughs> uh, episode that we're discussing for this podcast episode uh it's episode whoops come on it's titled episode oh, it's episode 33 titled sos
1: the undersea oil field and mine is called oil field emergency yeah. give a synopsis <laughs> so basically uh, episode 33 starts right off the bat with uh, Spectre Man and Lightning Shark where you have Spectre Man just diving right at Lightning Shark where he's in this sort of um, trap that the military set him up in the previous episode there okay. and you had Arthur um, you know was trying to rescue some of the military guys there. and But for, for whatever reason, we get into the next scene where he wakes up and he's in the car with both Margaret and Joji with Joji driving the car. And apparently he was hit with the rock, but we don't ever get to see that in this episode um, here. And you have three of them meeting up with uh, the little girl, which we find out her name is Amy in this one uh and they participate in this festival uh that's being held by um by these kids and the adults that we see from earlier and they dance around and all that and you had uh arthur instructing joji to find uh the father of amy here so he goes off the drive off to find him but he runs into lightning shark not long after. And then you have the, um, which causes the panic and chaos at this festival, people running around and all that stuff. And you had Joji yet again, turn into Spectre Man, battling, uh, lightning shark for the third time here. And you had the same Sergeant from the previous episode trying to order, uh, Uh, Amy's dad, who's this uh, oil refinery um, operator, I think he sort of leads this uh, oil refinery, um, and tries to tell him to evacuate this plant, and he refuses, but yet he uh, tries to stop uh, the monster by causing a chain reaction explosion at this oil field here, and he had a couple of the um, other gt members going through the oil field and then they find him uh amy's father lying unconscious there and then you had um, like towards the end of the episode you have lightning shark uh you know after getting damaged by the military and Spectre man. He winds up losing all three of his heads, but yet still alive <laughs> <laughs> at this point. And, and then Twitch, uh, Spectre man slices up, uh, the monster, you know, slices all of its limbs up and everything and then uh at the end there you go back to this uh same river where you had the kids lighting up the lanterns releasing them down the stream and then you had the g-team reuniting amy with her father and that's pretty much of the episode
0: yeah i mean um once again we you know just have another action-packed filled episode i have to ask though I must have missed it, or maybe they weren't included in the actual episode. I don't remember seeing the decapitation of the heads of the dragon.
1: Uh, I know I've at least have seen uh, where when Spectre Man was fighting Lightning Shark in the ocean there when he was going towards that one um, uh, uh, shoot. It's the... uh, oil refinery place out in the ocean there or the bay and all of a sudden I sort of see Spectre man with one of the heads there that was severed from lightning dragon just throws it away and that's sort of all I see and then maybe several scenes or so later you have lightning shark coming out from the ocean with during some of the battles there and all of a sudden he <laughs> has no more heads left.
0: I know. I thought maybe I missed something, but I almost wonder if what's the guy's name? Rosenfeld or whoever the guy's name is that had the rice to this back in the day, if he added like some scenes out or something, because all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, what happened here? Did I miss something? Like all all of a sudden this, this thing has no heads and I'm going Yeah what happened
1: yeah so there's probably some something that must have happened so
0: yeah i i was disappointed because i'm like well that's kind of important because you're destroying the villain of this episode here and all of a sudden the dragon shows up and there's no heads
1: yeah any sort of explanation or context with what exactly happened you only just see it once with one of the heads that's about it
0: yeah and i'm not going to condemn the episode for this because like i said it's possible that the american dude who had the license to this maybe cut out some footage so i'm not gonna put this on the people who actually put you know actually Constructed the episode and and all that. Mm -hmm. But um, that was the most disappointing aspect. Otherwise, I mean,
1: it just felt like this episode got really better.
0: It, it I was think the really, really good. Of each
1: of the episodes got really better this time.
0: Yeah, and I, I found it funny though. At the end, they tried to do this emotional slow mo deal of Amy like running up to her dad, and I'm going, "You didn't earn that. <laughs> you did not earn <laughs> that. But I understand why you're doing it. But you didn't earn that. <laughs> but otherwise, it was a very I mean I really have nothing else to say about this episode. It was very good. It was probably one of the
1: best best written episodes in this series so far.
0: It was very fun, very kaiju esque. If you're looking for mm-hmm. kaiju action and all that, it's here. If you're looking for miniatures, they're here. Uh explosions, they're here. Um a a soup being on fire for a few moments that's here Uh, you know um i I mean it's it's well done i I mean again it's got some of the limitations of a tv show uh but by and large it's a pretty good contender for like the gamer and godzilla films of the same period so Mm -hmm. I, i have nothing else to really say other than this is a really good episode and it's entertaining it's definitely Definitely one of the better ones of the series we've seen yeah, so
1: and, far. And whoever was the director of both of these episodes here for this series, you should probably keep them on board for the for the remainder of the series at this point. Because you're no one's spectre, oh, man. They probably because I mean you're you're already halfway through, so make make the second half much better compared to the first half. I for,
0: could see them
1: sort of like iron king in a way like the first handful of episodes they're just quite weren't quite there but then uh soon as soon after you get past uh one of of of, um uh, a handful of episodes things get much better after that
0: Well, that's one of those. It's not like Ultra 7, though, where it's pretty shoddy the entire way through. It's like a lot of TV shows. And we've talked about this before where, yeah, the the first handful of episodes are always a little rough. But once you kind of figure out what it is you're doing... Mm-hmm. it's better from that point forward. So, But, yeah, I mean, I'm ready to go into my final thoughts here in rating.
1: Go right ahead.
0: The action and fun miniature work continues from the previous episode. When the show decides to become more action-packed with even a few more miniatures than it typically does, the episodes become a lot more entertaining. I am convinced some shots were cut out of the dragon getting its head's cut off. <laughs> Heads cut off because I blinked and all of a sudden its heads were missing. This was another fun episode and a great way to enter the second half of the Spectreman series. By the way, where is the supervisor? And I gave it an A. <laughs> I wanted to put yeah. that in there because I've noticed, wait a minute, we haven't seen this guy in
1: a while. Well, a couple of episodes ago, he was there, but he was just sort of by himself. I'm, I'm assuming that there are some things behind the scenes that we don't know maybe he has some things happening maybe he's on another show during that time too so he's probably going back and forth with it who knows they need to do a spinoff because i'm sure he
0: was dealing drugs
1: yeah (laughs) but uh yeah as as stated previously there's really not much to add with this episode simply because it's uh, written much better compared to a lot of the other episodes. Just recently, it seems like a lot of uh, a few episodes here have been written really well, and of course, it's has its uh, you know unique goofiness to it compared to other Kaiju and Tokusatsu uh, TV shows and films of this time period here, and it's it's. Directed much better this time around and get quality shots as well as practical and visual effects uh, here. So with uh, episode 33, I give this an A minus or an A
0: give this a minus. (laughs) I I give this a negative. I love it, so I give it a minus. (laughs) All right, so thank you so much for joining us for episodes uh, 31 through 33, the discussion of Spectre Man series. That sounded really awful, and yet I'm not going to redo it because I can't. I'm live. Um, (laughs) So um, join us next week. It is very likely – that we're actually going to be uh, potentially starting up at 1:30 Eastern Standard Time just because of personal things on this end that will kind of delay things maybe about a half hour. So, I think moving forward that's what we're going to do. So it'll be 1:30 Eastern Standard Time, 12:30 Central Standard Time moving forward for many Sundays to come and we will continue our discussion of Spectre man. Hopefully you're not sick and tired of this. And hopefully uh, this will continue in a direction that is very enjoyable.
1: And as always, if you're watching us... Uh, from whatever platform if you see a subscribe button down below or above uh, make sure to hit that as well as smash the like button and leave your comments down below and uh, you can find everything Daikaiji Network all in one place at our link tree page right there on your screen for slash Daikaiji Network we're available uh, on video platforms such as YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, Facebook, and as well as X, formerly known as Twitter. And we're also available on audio platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and as well as TuneIn. And you can find both video and audio versions of our episodes for our own website there at daikaijunetwork.com.
0: And with that, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week.
1: All right. See you guys next Sunday.